Geek's Fluff. Lauren Lapkus, you're listening to Hobo Radio. Enjoy it, baby. And now, your host, miniature dog enthusiast, Joel Murphy. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And today, I am bringing you my chat with Jacob Reed the mastermind behind our Frasier remake. What is our Frasier remake, you ask? Well, it's a project that is very close to my heart. As you may know, Paramount Plus is releasing a reboot of the sitcom Frasier. You may not know that the show Frasier yeah, the original version is very close to my wife Molly's heart. It's her comfort show, and it is a show that is constantly playing in our apartment. And because of the nine years that I've been with her, I've come to really love this show and, and watched it over and over again with her, and I know the episodes really well. And it's a really great show. It's a lovely show that feels sort of timeless in its use of farce and uh, just like classic comedy. And, you know, it's just a really well-written, funny show. And so Jacob Reed came up with an idea with the reboot coming out to have a group of artists and uh, filmmakers come together to make their own Frasier remake by picking an episode of the original show and then splitting it up into clips that were essentially 10 seconds or less and assigning those clips to various people to then interpret however they see fit. And it's done very exquisite corpse style. You don't really know what the person before you or after you does. You're just sent the footage of what was in the original episode to then reinterpret it however you want. And a lot of people have done animation, people have done puppets, some people have done live action, uh, and it's all going to be zombied together into one 23-minute recreation of this season one episode of Frasier. And I said it's close to my heart, one, because of... Molly's love for Frasier and my love of Frasier, but also because we got involved in this. I saw this on Instagram, just a, I think a promoted post for our Frasier remake, and it was something I sent to Molly of this is interesting, and it was pretty late in the game. And I was like, man, that would have been really fun to get involved in, but it was too late. And then we both started following the account. And found out at the last minute there were some pieces that needed to be completed that for whatever reason people weren't able to do. And suddenly it was a call was put out saying, if you can do this quickly, 
we need people to to help out. And so Molly and I talked about it. And even though we're both busy, uh, we're like, yeah, this is a great opportunity. We got to do this. So we had five days to take our seven second clip from this episode and reinterpret it however we saw fit. The clip that we got has Frazier, Niles, and Roz, and it's Niles asking Roz what went wrong on a date, and her explaining he didn't want to date me, he wanted to convert me, meaning like religiously. And so we knew we wanted to do puppets because we're not animators and it seemed fun. And uh, because of the context, the religious context, we decided to make religious puppets. So we made Frazier a priest, we made Niles an angel, and we made Roz a devil. And then the we filmed it in front of uh, a blue screen and made the background a church. And we had five days to do the whole thing. We had never made puppets before. We didn't really know what we were doing, but it was a really fun process. And I, I'm really happy with how it turned out. I, I really love what we did. And I'm so excited to be a small part of this. But then through doing it and through communicating with Jacob, I realized I had so many questions for him about, you know, I saw this like little tiny piece of this that was our part. And he is overseeing everyone's clips and coordinating this and just emails and spreadsheets and so much to figure out and make sense of. And so I, I really wanted to talk to him and I was so delighted for him to make the time, especially as the deadline is approaching, to talk to me about the project of why he did it, how he did it. And I think if you love Fraser, you're going to enjoy this. But also if you just love conversations about processes and filmmaking and creativity and art, I think there's a lot here. And it's a really in-depth conversation about how this project came together, how it's being put together, and kind of where it stands as well as we approach the deadline. Although this was recorded last week, so hopefully he's a little closer to piecing everything together. And I hope you enjoy the conversation. I really think there's a lot to get out of it. And I hope that you will watch this either at one of the screenings, if you're in LA or Seattle or one of the other places that it's being screened, or online when it's dropped as well on YouTube or wherever. And, you know, check it out. A lot of people worked really hard on this and I'm excited to see the finished product. I'm going to go see the screening in LA at Vidiot's and hopefully some of you will be there too. And if you're not sold yet, you will be by the end of this conversation. So without further ado, here is my chat with Jacob Reed. Let's talk about your background. So um, why don't you like, because I, I don't know a lot, to be honest, about uh, yeah. like, so yeah, I, what is your, your background in the industry and how did you get to this point, now, let's say? <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. And now yeah. this is it. We're on the podcast We're, This is it. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Um, my background in the industry. So I, I uh, went to film school and I also went to art school. And those were two different schools at the same um, university. 
And I spent the first like decade of my career. Um, the way I explained it is like Mrs. Doubtfiring between those two worlds. Right. <laughs> so like that climactic scene of Mrs. Doubtfire at the restaurant where like, um, Robin Williams character is trying to be two different people. And, uh, uh, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire's skin is literally falling off. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like where, um, I was working in the, uh, advertising world, mostly, um, at that point, mostly as a graphic designer, but then I, um, uh, eventually started my own boutique creative agency because I had had a lot of work coming in. And then I went on to be um, a creative director at a couple different places. And uh, then my other life was performing improv and sketch comedy and writing and directing and producing um, video sketches and internet comedy and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I, that whole time and up until the pandemic really, um, up until the pandemic, plus two kids at the same time, um, I was also performing at the Upright Citizens Brigade. And I, 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 in my head, I still do. I, I don't really, but I would love to, I'd love to find time for that in my like pie chart of all the things I do again. Um, but I'm an improviser and a sketch comedian and um, also taught at UCB for a long time. And... Yeah, how did I come to this project? That was the other part of that, right? Uh, yeah, but before we get to that, <laughs> I just want to. What do I do? I, yeah, yeah, I want to clarify. Like the question ever for me to answer, so please um, interrupt. But yeah, no, I also want to clarify because you mentioned Mrs. Doubtfire. So I assume uh, in one of these, either at the art school or the the film school, you were pretending to be an old woman. Is that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. That's also. Um, that made things difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think at the schools, like I, I went to, um, I went to USC and I, um, I have a really great relationship with the art school there. It's a really incredible art school. The film school is also, um, uh, as they will tell you an incredible film school. Um, my experience there was, um, kind of a mix of really, really cool, awesome things. And, um, just being surrounded by kind of entitled rich kids. <laughs> yeah. And was, I'm curious, the, the dual, uh, studies, was it animation? Was that the thought process that you were studying? No, I'm, I'm not an animation guy at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is, which is <laughs> hilarious given this project. Um, yeah, actually, I didn't think this was going to be as much animation as it is, which is really it's so cool that it is. <laughs> um, I think that the first people to jump on board were all animators and then like, you know, friends telling friends and like that's kind of how it spread. Um, there is some live action, but it's it's mostly, yeah, mostly animation. And then, yeah, OK, so now I think now we're at this point. Let's let's set it up. Where does this idea come from obviously it's somewhat tied to that there is a new Frasier television show uh coming yeah. out but yeah what what sparks in your mind what makes you decide that you want to recreate an episode of the original series <laughs> um delusion uh <laughs> no so i i um i i would say that my like history as a visual artist involves a lot of collaborative work so Obviously, like improv and sketch are very collaborative and 
um, directing, co- any, I was gonna say directing comedy, but directing anything, you know, like is, is a really collaborative process. I think there's a, a myth of like auteur directors mostly because of patriarchy and chauvinism and, and some really talented guys in the seventies. <laughs> um, but I, but it, it, it's everybody, right. So that's a really collaborative art form. And then, um, I had this big art project. Uh, it was kind of like my my thesis in art school called the Six Minute Project that went um, the 2007 version of viral, um, where it was uh, also a thing where people were participating from all over the world. It was pre-Instagram, but the idea was, um, I mean, it really just sounds like Instagram now, but the idea was that people would take a picture of whatever they were doing, maybe like Instagram slash be real, but people would take a picture of inst- of what they were doing every six minutes for 24 hours. And then they would send, <laughs> there wasn't really a way to um, email photos that easily back then. So they would literally mail me a CD-ROM oh, wow. <laughs> with all of their images <laughs> on it. And then I would upload it to a website. And um, I was in the middle of working on like, I- I'm not a programmer, but I was trying to find a programmer to help me with like, I had all these ideas about, what if you could subscribe to uh, like an RSS feed of images? Or what if you could tag images with location? I was basing it on like Flickr. Like what if you could tag images with like a location or a keyword? And um, so I'm not involved in Instagram, obviously, but that eventually became what Instagram is. And right. so then I kind of stopped doing that that project. Um, but in a lot of what I do, I'm always looking for ways to build an artistic community. And I think it's like fun to work with other people. And also it's, I couldn't do all this myself, right? It's hard to do it myself when I'm just the one wrangling it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think, I think I had thought about like, this is before everyone really soured on AI, but uh, like years ago, I was like, I wonder if you could like run a scene from Seinfeld through an AI art filter or something like that was just kind of an idea kicking around in the back of my head. And then when they announced the Frasier reboot, there's a template for these internet projects, right? Like Star Wars Uncut, our RoboCop remake, our, most of them are our blank remake, which is why this is called mm-hmm. our Frasier remake and not what I originally wanted to call it, which was our reboot without Niles, which doesn't really make any sense. It kind of <laughs> makes sense because like the new revival doesn't have Niles, but like this does have Niles. It, did, right. it, it was a <laughs> clunky title. So I just, you know, I kind of used the template that existed and, and, um, started spreading the word and people started jumping on didn't someone make? i think someone ended up making a seinfeld ai thing that if i remember it got mm-hmm. shut down because it immediately started like spewing i think hate speech or something it was like some kind of weird uh twitch thing if i remember correctly yeah yeah it was auto-generated yeah it, like like the, the most i and and there are a couple batches for this project that that uh i did one and, and a couple other people have done batches for this where they did feed it through ai with specific parameters um but yeah when ai gets to decide what ai does i think things are scary yeah all right so you you decide this project and then you you pick the episode which is the season one finale and Mm -hmm. it's a bottle episode so it all kind of takes place Mm -hmm. uh at cafe nervosa and then I'm just curious because I, I am fascinated by the the process of this. So, like, I do, I would love you to walk me through. You have the idea. So now you have to cut it into segments to, to assign to yeah. people, right? That's, the, I would assume, the next part. Mm-hmm. So how does 
that go? <laughs> um, well, yeah. So, so first I wanted to pick the episode. I, I had a lot of ideas of different, I really wanted to do an episode that involves KACL. Um, at, at one point I was like, I got to do a CB's episode or I got to do a cabin <laughs> episode. It's like, I, I don't know. I just think of what episodes I like. Um, and then as I started looking at like, what are my favorite episodes? What are fan favorite episodes? What are kind of um, critically the most well-regarded episodes? It just kept feeling like this was the one to do uh, for all the reasons you said, because it's a bottle episode. Um, it happens in real time, which I don't think I noticed until like the third or fourth watch prepping for this project. Um, the the thesis of the you know the the main conversation of the episode is are you happy was this worth it was yeah. this big change in your life and or making a spinoff from Cheers called Frasier <laughs> worth it right and the whole time if, if Niles and Frasier are talking we're seeing it right like there's no conversation that we don't see even the commercial breaks are one of them going to the bathroom like it's just really cleverly done I like that it has like fun business for all the different characters uh at least all the characters that were in our hearts at the end of season one right um and yeah as far as cutting it up i was just like what feels like what feels manageable <laughs> so i i did know that um or i assumed a lot of people would, would do animation and i i am not an animator but i've worked with animators and i have i have several friends who are great animators and so i knew they'd be part of my first outreach to, to get people involved. Um, so then the first thing I thought of was like, what frame rate should this be done at? Right. And I feel like 15 is nice because you still see the images, but you don't, um, it, it doesn't feel like a slideshow, right? Like 12 frames. A, initially I was like, could we do 12 frames a second? Cause that's every second. That's three less frames that people have to do. <laughs> Right. So over the whole episode, that's we're talking about like thousands less uh, individual pieces of art that need to be created. Right. Um, so, yeah, 15 felt like the right amount also, because if someone did do live action, um, I've had people do the live action batches at 30 frames a second. And then I just cut the frame rate. Um, so it's still even though I'm letting people do live action batches, I want it to feel um I want it to feel like continuous. So there's a lot of things I was trying to do and I, I, I have no, I, I'm just like rambling, but like there were a lot of things I was trying to do to make it feel uh, uniform, even though it's really different. Right. Um, as far as like how to split it up into batches, which I think was your original question. Sorry, I'm <laughs> rambling so much. Um, I think maybe six was in my head because of this other project I had called the six minute project decades ago. So I started with like, what does six seconds feel like? And six seconds at 15 frames is, what is that, 90? Oh, I'm, I'm not, sure. I'm going to trust you. I'm not. <laughs> three, five. Yeah, that's not. So it's about 100. So that felt right too. Like about 100 frames is what you're asking people to do. So I started with that and I just like literally, uh, you know, put a marker in the episode every six seconds. And then I went back and adjusted it a little bit so that if, um, you know, let's say there was a shot where uh, it's on Frasier for five seconds. And then the the last second of that six second chunk is like a crowd shot. Then I'd be like, all right, well, if someone's animating this or if someone's if someone's doing live action, they're setting up their Frasier shot. 
and like they're doing all this work for 80 frames of Frasier and then they have to do all this additional work just for like these last 10 frames like that would suck so I would like move the markers a little bit that way and then it was kind of nice because like some batches were a little shorter some batches were a little longer and so people could kind of I I don't know I'm curious when you came on board the project there weren't a ton of options left right well, you you actually just sent me one, so I didn't even pick the one oh, that yeah, I did. Yeah, that's right. You, yeah. you came on where someone had dropped out and I was looking yeah. for a couple extra people. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because so I'm, I'm, basically I came to it because uh, I, I saw the Instagram stuff, but it was popping up and I was like, this is so cool. I want to do it. And then by that point, they were all assigned, but I was following the account. And then it. you did a like, it's last minute. Some people have dropped out <laughs> if anyone can hop in. Uh, but yeah, so I was just sent one uh, randomly, which ended up being really cool because then I could kind of yeah. like I it's not something that I, I probably would have picked, you know, but it, it ended up being really fun. You know, did you have a moment? I'm curious, like looking at because. Um, I, I tried to automate as many parts of this as possible, if not like true automation, at least like for my simple brain to do like <laughs> if some. Like, I, I, I'm not sure, but even though you joined last minute and there was uh, only one option for what you did, I would guess I probably sent you this big info dump of email. Oh, yeah. Email yeah, there was like, a lot of information. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was like, at that point, it was easier for me to just send you what I had sent everyone else instead of like taking the time to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you did that, did you look at the Miro board that had like all the different batches? No, I should have done that. I didn't actually oh, okay. click on it because, yeah, I think because it had already, you, I already knew which one I had. Right. Because you couldn't choose. Yeah. yeah. That makes, it makes tons of sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, uh, like, no, I, I think I'm, I am fascinated because, yeah, there's so much logistics for you to worry about, I would imagine. And it's awful. <laughs> so, but I recently did an Instagram. I, I, I posted not all, but I posted like some of the spreadsheets that I've been, operating off of and like uh i'm fully losing my mind <laughs> well and I, I i think what makes this challenging in my mind for you too is that it would be hard anyway right because as you're talking about these are six ish second chunks of a what is a 23 minute episode or whatever <laughs> like mm-hmm. and so that's a lot uh, to keep track of but then you also have this hard end date because you're trying to release it before the yeah. this, and now you've made it even harder for yourself because you're doing these streaming the uh screenings that are before right. so I actually have to have it sooner yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and so i i am curious about that of like <laughs> how did you because yeah like you said you posted some of the spreadsheets on instagram and everything but so you you get people assigned it i at least yeah. at one point everyone was assigned i don't know if there are various points that everyone was assigned but then how are you keeping track of statuses and then obviously it seems like people dropped out or like couldn't Mm -hmm. finish their thing or whatever. So I'm just, I guess I'm curious of that, of like the, the herding cats aspect of uh, trying to get all these six second clips and keeping track of what the clip is. And, and I, I've tried to help you out, like where I was very specific of like, how do you want these named? Like, but I'm, I'm going to guess that maybe not everyone, named yeah, them it's consistently all, it's all over the board right yeah did you 
were you the one who messaged me earlier today about the aspect ratio for the postcard thing? Yes. Yes. Because I'm, yeah. Cause see, I'm so like detail oriented on this stuff that I noticed that cause I was trying to get the, those photos done for you. And I was looking at the example one that you sent and I was like, this is not 1920 by 1080. Like it's the, what's that four by three ratio or whatever. It's whatever, whatever your phone does automatically. Right. Yeah. And so then I was, so I had that where I was like, was, does he want this ratio or does he want the, you know, the other? And so that's why I did message you before I took the photos. Cause I was like, cause that might affect the way that I frame it or whatever. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, also knowing, I mean, the trick is really i'm gonna crop them for 1920 by 1080 but i'm dealing with so i the the count keeps changing slightly because um you know like uh, there there as an example there's been a case where um i'm not sure if this is true with your batch but let's say it is where like someone did a batch they were going to do two batches and then like had a family emergency and then they and then a a different artist in this case you came in and did their batch right right so the number that changes the number of total artists so i don't know where it is right now but (laughs) it's about 130 135 different artists right Right. and so everyone um has their own style when it comes to like workflow but also i mean obviously visually people have their own style but also like everyone's a little different and there's a couple different kind of buckets I would put people under, but as far as like email professionalism or tech savvy, right. Um, or any of those kinds of things, right? Like there's a couple people who, you know, maybe I sent them like the 10th email in two or three months being like, Hey, you haven't replied to like any of these emails. I hope everything's okay. (laughs) I hope they're getting through to you. I don't have any other way of contacting you, but, um, if you happen to get this, I'm I'm reassigning your batch to someone else just because I got to make sure the project is done. Right. And then all of a sudden, someone will respond and be like, hey, sorry, uh, I'm done. Here it is. And they'll be like, oh, <laughs> holy shit. Okay, great. And then other people, there's actually one person in particular that um, I'm I'm uh, doing a batch, hopefully tonight, um, <laughs> because there's one person who just like disappeared. And I have no, you know, I hope everything's okay, uh, I, I but I have no way of knowing. So... Then there's other people who like, uh, they are very meticulous about all the specs and they ask you a bunch of questions and then they nail it. And then there's some people who don't ask you any questions at all. And you're like, oh my God, are they going to nail it? And then they like, you know, (laughs) there's a a ton of like, I would say maybe half of the people or more who are working on this are like professional animators, directors, whatever. And so some people, you don't hear anything and they just come back a month later and they did everything exactly the way it needs to be. And it looks incredible. And like, yeah. And, and somehow they named it exactly how (laughs) my naming structure was. Um, one guy, uh, uh, this friend of mine, Graham, who, um, he works a lot in the doc world. He did, um, this amazing documentary miniseries about the Reagans that's on Hulu. Um, but he, I never mentioned like, Hey, by the way, this is like, I'm starting emails, but I guess he noticed what my email subjects were. And so, he and he asked me if he could add someone else to the project. And I was like, yes, please. The more the merrier. And so when he looped them in with me, he like matched all of my formatting, <laughs> which was amazing because that's the other thing. Some people I've been communicating like just in one email thread. And then I can be like, did I say that to them? Did they send me this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's check the thread. And then other people will like 
DM me one thing, email me something else. Like, and and I, I, uh, I emailed one person one time and I was like, Hey, this is going to sound so weird, but I don't know if I had a dream that you emailed <laughs> me this question. I can't find any record of you asking me this question, but I feel like you did. And I want to make sure I answered you. And then they were like, Oh yeah, I, um, I think they posted it as like a comment on a Instagram that I posted, which to me makes my brain hurt, but for them feels right. Like there's no right or wrong to it. It's just a bunch of different styles. Um, So how have I been keeping track of it? (laughs) I have these spreadsheets, but sometimes I will do a thing where I'll literally go down every single batch and I'll just be like, okay, do I know where this batch is? Do I know where this batch is? Or right now what I'm doing is I'm making sure I have licensing agreements from everyone. Right. So I'm going through and just like checking and double checking and it, and you know, I'm human and I'm just as disorganized as any other artist. And so there are times where like I send someone a frantic email being like, Hey, I need to like get a license agreement from you or else I can't use your batch. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I sent it to you a month ago and you, you signed it and sent it back to me. <laughs> and I'll go, Oh, okay, great. <laughs> and then for some reason, with a hundred and something, you know, 185 batches and 130 something artists, I didn't file it right. So I. Right. Shocking. Yeah. That, that's, it seems so easy. I don't understand. How you... <laughs> I mean, and I'm doing, I'm doing my best, but I'm not, I would say yeah. I'm like, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably more organized than the average uh, creative person, but no. I'm not. No, that's the thing like is like project manager. No, that, I mean, that's the thing in like, yeah, messaging you where like I was trying to get this specific because I was trying to help you out where I'm like, I am. I, you probably get the sense like very like kind of detail oriented on that stuff. And I want to make sure mm-hmm. I said it correct. But at the same time, I think about you doing this. And if I were you and I think I would have collapsed on the floor at some point because I think like it's so de- much to worry about. Yeah, I definitely I'm at a point right now where I'm like, because I I, um, professionally, I work and have worked in a lot of like high stress environments, whether it's, you know, creative directing at an agency or um, directing for late night TV, where it's like you get a script at 10 in the morning and you turning in an edit at four that afternoon, like and, and with any film shoot, right? Like there's a moment where things gradually shift from how are we going to get it done to we're going to get it done, but is it going to be good to, okay, I think it's done. Yeah. And so right now this project is in a phase where the first screening is in about a week. I don't have all the batches in. (laughs) I haven't done any of the mixing or any of that. I also haven't started putting together like the act. I've I've put together a list of like what's going to be in the screening, but I haven't actually started like, you know, getting everything, making sure it's in the same time code and, you know, all that kind of stuff that you got to do. Um, And we might have a New York screening now on October 3rd, which, which is- <laughs> means everything has to be done four days earlier than the oh, other no. screenings. <laughs> so that is interesting. And yeah, I have no idea how it's going to get done, but it, it it's I'm confident it'll get done somehow because it always does. For a long time, I didn't know when. Right. Like Paramount hadn't said when they were going to release the sequel. Right. So you so just I, were working with no ending. I was just yeah. I was setting deadlines for people because I think if there aren't deadlines, things don't happen. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. then like. I was trying to get any sense like I, you know, was looking 
on the internet to see if there's any news about the sequel. There was one thing I heard where it was like, hey, all the studios are going to just push everything to 2024 because of the strike. So I kind of like slowed down a little bit. (laughs) And then once they announced it, I think I had a, for lack of a better word, I'll call it like a counter trailer out within like 24 hours. And it just, I'm a really big, and maybe it's because I come from improv, but like, I'm a real big believer in projects kind of becoming what they're supposed to become. Oh yeah. 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 And it, and there was some, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say too, it was funny, like listening to you describe the arc of a project. Cause again, I mean, my uh, contribution that Molly and I did was like, uh, I think it was five days that you wanted it in. And it was like, we decided Sorry. to make, no, 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 which is totally fine. Like that, I knew what I was signing up for, but it was like, it was five days in, we were doing puppets and neither of us had ever made puppets before. So it was like, oh, but no it, way. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, yeah. Out great. Yeah. I would never have known that you hadn't made yeah. puppets well, before. Well, like you, uh, Molly went to art school and so that helped quite a bit too. It helps, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was kind of it. But everything that you said of like, are we going to get this done? The Because fr- the first few days were just building puppets and it was like, are these going to work? Mm-hmm. And there were different versions. And then it was like filming it. And then I did have that on the last day where I was like, is this done? Do I submit this? <laughs> like, I oh, think man. this is good. I, I wish I could hear this, like everyone's version of this story. Yeah. Cause I'm fascinated. <laughs> like I, I love talking about creative process and I'm so curious, like how this project came into everyone's lives. Yeah. And then like what, what their version of it was. Which I mean, it was great for me too. Cause yeah, I also have a background in improv as well. So it was like, you know, oh, cool. that's actually how we met Molly and I was doing improv. <laughs> so I think oh, we no both, way. that's so fun. Yeah. We both kind of have that spirit of like, all right, this is what we're doing for the next five days. We're making puppets yeah. and we're filming them. So, uh, but yeah, it was like, it was a fun challenge, but yeah. I, so I'm curious though, too. So for you, like you said, you're, you're confident that it's going to come together, but it hasn't like, what are you, <laughs> What are you missing at this point? Like how much of it is not yeah. done? So um, there is, there are two batches that the person who is working on those batches has disappeared. <laughs> um, one of them, they did another batch and like oh. they totally nailed it and it's great. And then when I checked in with them as we were getting close to the deadline, they were like, yeah, I should have it for you in a couple of weeks. And I was like, okay, well, the deadline's today. So I just wanted to, like, I could probably give you a couple more days, but like, yeah, I can't, uh, you know, I can't do more than that. (laughs) And then they just like didn't respond. And so, um, you know, I know some people have had, first of all, this is like everyone's working for free, right? right? right. This is like a big collapse. And, and part of the way I've been operating it, you know, like when I, when I talk about these licensing agreements, one of the main reasons I wanted to do it, one is it helps me like technically be allowed to like screen it and submit it to festivals and whatever. Right. But I don't really think anyone's going to like, you know, demand to see my papers necessarily. <laughs> right. Um, but the other thing that is different about the the licensing agreement that I'm using versus like a normal licensing agreement is it very clearly outlines that the person who made it owns it. Yeah. And so like your guys's batch, you own it. You could, if, if, if somehow you found a way to make a hundred thousand dollars off of that batch, you could go do that. And I wouldn't get a cut of any of it. And I wouldn't want to know how you did that. Cause I would like to, you know, 
figure out how to make money. Which if anyone's listening and they want seven seconds of three puppets, uh, <laughs> you know, in a church uh, for let me know. Well, but even OK, so so, you know, we live in and work in Hollywood and things are crazy. And like there is a world where someone loves those puppets and wants to make a show. And like in a typical project like this, um, the person who's uh putting together the project or the person who's who, who the studio or production company or whatever who's making it would own everything right so if something like that popped up where someone did want to you know uh take your your niles the angel character <laughs> and they're like oh i think we actually could do um you know a show and we want to pitch this and build that and blah 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 like maybe you'd get a cut of it maybe right probably not i and think so the- super I think uh, priest Kelsey Grammer, I think, has the most licensing potential. Like if anyone's listening, they they need a priest Kelsey Grammer. (laughs) There's a world where, I mean, Kelsey Grammer has, I I, I believe he's fairly religious. And and Mm -hmm. I know that he is looking for ways to spread the gospel. And maybe that is a reality. I don't know. Which, yeah, if he's, um, if you're listening, Kelsey, like hit us up. Like it's all options are on the table. I'm accepting <laughs> all offers. Yes, <laughs> truly. And so, I mean, especially when, when it's the reality is like, everyone is doing this out of the love of Fraser and like to do something fun. And we're all kind of in the same boat, you know, like, I don't want to fault anyone if they drop out. Like, yeah, uh, there, there's, there's another batch where, Someone was like 80% done, which is the only reason that I haven't just been like, sorry, I need to replace you. Yeah. And then they got like, they got a job opportunity that they had to take because things have been slow. And so in that case, I know exactly when it is going to be coming in. It's going to be like the, you know, Millennium Falcon flying through the crack (laughs) where it's like, just as I'm mastering everything else, I'm going to throw this last batch in. But I also believe this person is going to do it. Um, based on how prompt they've been and how on top of it they've been with like other things. Um, and I know them ish. So yeah. So anyway, so those, those three batches are missing, but that's it. Um, is it just three as, as far as like the actual batches, three of them are missing. One of them is nearly done. Two of them. I have not started yet, but I'm going to be doing this evening or tomorrow. Uh, one of them I'm trying to, I was like, I should, I should figure out how to do this procreate animation. Everyone's doing, it looks fun. So I'm trying to figure that out, but, um, it might just end up being me putting everything through a Photoshop filter (laughs) and giving it a fun look. I don't know. And then the other one, I have these incredible, um, Russian nesting dolls that were sent to me for the art show portion of this, which is another thing that I'm doing. Um, and I got permission from the artist that made those to do a little stop motion thing with them. And so that's what I'm going to do for the other batch. And then I also have, so some other things that are happening are, um, I'm releasing two different versions. One that is the, I don't know if I'm going to call it like nostalgia version and, and, or uh, Frasier, our Frasier remake classic and our Frasier remake, uh, something else, (laughs) new Coke. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, one of them is going to be the audio exactly how it is in the episode. And then both because I really want to make something totally original or as close to original as you can when you're working off of a script that, you know, already exists um, and characters that already exist. Uh, and because I'm a little bit worried about like copyright bots, even if like 
Paramount or whoever owns this, even if they've kind of decided they're okay with it, which I don't know if they have, but I think they're aware of it and they've kind of like decided not to make an issue out of it, which is wonderful. Yeah. I'm sure it also helps them. Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's but free I, promotion for the new series. For right. Sure. Especially yeah. in a, at a time when they can't really promote. Yeah. You know, for for good reason. Um, but uh, I'm concerned that everyone's making these incredible new visuals and some YouTube copyright bot is just going to match the waveform with something that already exists and just take the video down. Right. So um, for both of those reasons, I'm also doing a version that has completely new audio. So I've had some musician friends um, do their take of like the opening theme song, the closing theme song. Um, there's an incredible voice acting cast, which I am hoping to announce God, I was really hoping to announce it today. Today would be a great day to do it. I just, it truly might come down to like whether or not I have time to put out a press release. Right. Um, but uh, there's a great voice cast that has done their take on all of the characters. And so I am replacing all of the audio with their audio. But then that also means uh, removing the original audio means there's no sound effects. Right. There's no laugh track. Yeah. There's no, so it sounds really empty. So I had this idea. Um, there's an amazing jazz drummer that I know who coincidentally, actually the reason I know him is because he has the same name as I do. He's also a Jacob Reed. Um, but I'm, I'm working on this. Another project I'm working on right now is uh, rounding up all of the Jacob Reeds. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I've, I've been working for like a year on this podcast called Jacob Reed and Me with a friend of mine who is one of the showrunners of um, Chef's Table. He's in like the doc world. And it's this bizarre podcast where I find myself by finding the other Jacob Reeds. I love it. But it's nuts. Yeah, I yeah. hope that it ex exists in the world soon. Um, one of the other Jacob Reeds is a jazz drummer. He was nice enough to lay down like an improvised jazz drum solo to match the laugh track and so it's kind of like birdman-esque where it like rises and falls with like it's really cool and that interesting. is cool yeah yeah and then there's um someone i met on reddit in the fraser subreddit uh volunt who, who has some sound mixing experience and so right now they are pulling sound effects for a lot of the um you know things that happen in the in the new version that don't exist in the old version right so like I'm trying to think in your in your batch what would be a good example but like if if there's like a gleam of light on the halo for example right yeah like that that kind of owes like a shing or well, like something that wouldn't be in the original sound i can tell you uh an example that's not for mine but it's my uh favorite like joke that i think i've seen in the clips that you've posted which is someone did mm -hmm a lego version like an animated lego yeah. version oh and, that's a great example yeah, yeah and it's it's the it kills me because there's this whole running thing in this episode with this poor server that is just uh like uh fraser is not explaining the drink that he wants and every time she brings it that uh he sends it back because of something he didn't right. tell her before right and so in this one which i think is like the third beat of it she just in the Lego version just tosses the cup across the room. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And it, it, it like when you see that, it feels like it needs to have a crash, but there's right. no crash in the original sound because that didn't happen. Exactly. So yeah. adding all of those sounds needs to happen. Yeah. Um, balancing all the dialogue with the jazz drum, with the sound effects that needs to happen. Um, and, and then this all isn't actually, done yet. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's I, I I believe I've not checked in with this very very nice talented person I met on Reddit. Um, but again, I believe like projects have their own momentum, and I feel that this project has a lot of momentum, and so I believe it's going to happen. And I have been over since I reached out to the first place about a screening one of the pieces of feedback I got from them is like, Hey, 23 minutes is probably too short. Do you have anything to do to make it longer? And I was like, Ooh, I don't let me think about that. And so <laughs> yeah. what I've decided on, and and now I feel like I've, I've, I can like pitch it as if it's a thing that's actually happening. Cause it is. But um, so the episode is 23 minutes. The screening is about 50 minutes and it is a collection of, it ends with the 23 minute episode, but leading up to that, there are outtakes and behind the scenes from different people's batches um, that they've made, like different, you know, how they made it cool, just interesting things. There are what I'm calling VHS oddities from like 1993. So like some weird Frasier promos that I found <laughs> that I think will be delightful for the, the audience that's there. Um, there's a clip of Kelsey Grammer talking about reprising Frasier for the new show Frasier in 1993 that I think ages in a very interesting way. Not in a bad way. Like I'm, I'm not trying to make anyone look bad. Oh, it's sure, just like sure. Yeah. Interesting. Now. Yeah. And then um, there's also a collection of animated and comedic shorts from different creators that are working on this project that are all kind of loosely on the theme of like remaking culture or pitching things in Hollywood or like the studio system or, you know, kind of thematically related to what this project is. And so it'll be, uh, yeah, like a 50 minute screening ending with the episode, but with a lot of different fun stuff beforehand. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I, by the way, I am curious to just, uh, with the, the re-recording the dialogue, how much does that affect the timing? Did they have to match Oh my God. Yeah. The, the like the line reads, did they like you're, listen? You're and... asking yeah. all the right questions, right? <laughs> so typically how it's done um, is you write a script, mm -hmm. you have talented voice cast come in and perform their take on those characters. And then the animation is done to match the right. vocal performance. Right. Right. So this is the opposite. <laughs> yes. The vocal performance was done about 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Then all of the animation and live action or whatever puppetry that people have done was done uh, to match that vocal performance. And then the last <laughs> thing I did was what you should do first, which is get the voice actors to come in. Right. Um, so I, before re recording with each uh, voice actor, I went through the scenes, the batches that I had had so far, because um, I didn't have all of them in yet, and made a list for myself of like how good the sync was and whether or not there was a sync, right? Because sometimes people did something with the mouths where it wasn't quite as detailed. And like, if it didn't line up perfectly, you wouldn't really notice. Right. So I spent more time on the lines that felt like they would really need sync. Um, and there was, you know, there's some things in post where like I might extend a pause or take two different takes so that the timing lines up. Um, I'm actually surprised by how well it works. Oh, nice. It, nice. It like works pretty well. There's the, the there's one again without announcing the voice cast, but there's um one of the people that does one of the one of the larger roles is like, I mean, they're all 
professionals, but like this guy, I just couldn't believe it. Like he just, <laughs> he knocked out 30 page. It's a 30 page script too. Right. It's a 23 minute episode, but it's a 30 page script. It's super long. He sat down and he, he's like, let me just listen to the episode. And I guess I, I, for a while, I wasn't saying if it, uh, you know, even the gender of this person. So I accidentally said he, um, so later when someone listens to this, they'll be able to figure out who it, who it is, but this person just won an award for their voiceover work. And they're very, very professional. Um, they're like, my first take is going to sound exactly like it. My second take is going to be a little more parody. And then my third take is going to be like, really, really a lot more parody. And then that you can always just pick. That's like, so right, great. cool. I and then they that. went through it. Yeah. And the first take, there were a couple where I was like, oh, I think you need to like punch this word a little different or like stretch out this pause or like, you know, I would direct each performance. But for the most part, it was just like <laughs> his timing was so good that like when I started laying it in, it just sounded like I hadn't added any audio. Like I would hear the original performance and oh, wow. <laughs> the new performance and they'd be like such in sync. And so, um, and then for some takes, like the animation is a little more fun. And so I purposefully chose one of the more parody kind of skewing more than one of the more cartoonish takes. Right. So that's been a fun part of, of me putting it all together too. That's really cool. And yeah, the, that's, that's amazing to have those options. Like that's super I, helpful. <laughs> I mean, this is the person who like, this is their superpower. Yeah. I, I've gotten to work with them on a couple of things now and I'm, I'm really um, I'm, I'm really blown away. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to ask you about one last insane thing that yeah. you have to do for this that I'm curious about that we kind of hinted at, uh, but the, the postcards that you're sending out. So oh, yeah. I want to <laughs> talk about this because everything yeah. that we've described so far is challenging enough, but then you yeah. were like, I have this idea <laughs> that I think could be even harder to pull off. Yeah. <laughs> and this was, I was telling you, um, right before we met up, I was watching you, you posted this Instagram video and you were going through it. So, uh, for the end credits, you're, you got a series of postcards that are each individual frames and the idea, it's a great idea yeah. of you sent them out to, to us and to all these other people that were, uh, participated and we each take a photo. And that was the, the thing we were talking about where it's very specific where you frame, the postcard yeah. and then you're going to cut them together so that we're essentially doing like a, a flip book with this in yeah. scene that's Fraser drinking coffee. But there are two things about it that from the Instagram thing. So first of all, this end scene is just Kelsey Grammer. It's a single shot, just <laughs> drinking coffee. So it is visually yeah. every frame is pretty identical. Really, really similar. Yeah, <laughs> yes. really similar. There are, there are some where I think He's actually like pausing and thinking about it. And so I actually think if it was a still frame for like five seconds, you might not notice. Right. Yeah. So there's that. And then you were explaining, and this was the part that really got me. So you you got these printed, but when they sent you the batches, which are batches of 25 of these, there weren't mm -hmm. an order. So then you had to go through and match it just it's 25. Yeah, th yeah. So this is if I if I knew this ahead of time, I would have done it differently. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right. So um there's a company called Moo, M-O-O, -O, uh, that I've used for years. They do really great um business cards, postcards, like you know, print work. I it's not an ad. I tried to get the postcards for free. <laughs> 
in exchange for me talking about how much I love this company because I've used them for like two decades. And they were like, that's so nice of you, but we don't do that. Yeah. Like, All right, fair. <laughs> so um, the thing about them that's unique is you can uh, keep one side of your postcard or business cards the same, and then you can have up to 25 different variations of the other side. Mm-hmm. So like as an example, when I mostly worked as a graphic designer, I got business cards um, that were, you know, all of my info on one side. And then uh, I uploaded like 25 different pieces of my portfolio and got, you know, if I got a hundred business cards, then every piece would appear four times in that collection of a hundred business cards. Right. And so it was great because I could go around and like back when you had business cards um, I, before smartphones, I could, if someone asked me for my card, I could be like, oh yeah, here you go. Like pick what, pick one. And then it would start a conversation about my work and yeah. Which when they picked, they might be like, oh, this is cool. And I'd be like, oh, that's a thing I did for the Grammys or that's a thing I did for Toyota or, you know, whatever. So um, unfortunately, you can only go up to 25, right? right? So if I uploaded 25 images and I got 300 postcards, then it would be, uh, I'm not going to do that math. Yes, I am. Sorry. It's two uh, seconds. 12, it's less than two seconds. right? Because it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like a lot of the same image, right? Yeah. So the end scene is 369 frames um, at 15 frames a second. So, you know, probably more if it was shot at 24 or 30 or whatever. And yeah, I had this, I, I, I for a while I was just telling people, because people would ask for that end scene and I'd be like, oh, it's not available. I'm saving it. And I didn't know what I was saving it for, but I just <laughs> felt like it should be something special because it's the last scene and then i had this idea of everyone participating so i ordered them in batches of 25 and i thought they would just print in the order that i uploaded them right i don't know right like yeah you of course yeah of course you would think that yeah i don't know why i don't know how they do it in a way that that doesn't happen i have no idea but so when they arrived every like the first 25 were all together, the second 25 were all together, the third 25 were all together, et cetera. But like within that, there's no rhyme or reason to the order. And right. so I have had to, over the last couple of weeks, go through these 369 frames that many are seemingly identical. Yes. Again, like if a you, man if you, if drinking you them, coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes just looking at his coffee. Yes. If, yeah. if, I have often like held two side by side and I can't tell the difference. But then when I put them in an order and I kind of do like a little flipbook thing, it's all jittery and it looks wrong. And so some of them, the ones where there is a little bit of motion, what I did was I actually just like would flip it. And then I would be like, all right, that feels like it's out of order. Let me switch that. Flip, 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 flip. Oh, that jumps out. Let me switch that. And I would just keep like keep reshuffling <laughs> it until it felt right. And there were, oh my God, it was terrible. It was like doing a Rubik's cube where like there were times where I had gotten it totally and and it was just one frame that seemed out of order. So I would move that frame and then I'd be like, oh fuck, that's worse. But <laughs> but I don't know, all of these look the same. So I don't know which one I moved. So now I have two frames out of order. Oh no. And then I would try to fix that and I'd be like, oh no, now there's three frames out of order. Oh, and I God. could like, there's no, right? Like it's all manual. So I can't just be like, fuck, undo, undo, undo. And I would try to, I would try to be like, okay, I'm moving the third to last and the sixth to last. So if it looks wrong, I'll switch the third and the sixth to last. But like, that only works if you're sharp. And I also have like two small kids and I'm trying to do other work. And like, you know, sometimes I would literally be like going through the the postcards and then like a kid would run in and 
I'd have to deal with something and then I'd yeah. forget what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so it's been, yeah, it's been tough. I, one of them I've been putting off for a long time and that's batch nine of 12 that or a nine of 15 that I was going through on Instagram before. I also have temporarily misplaced batch six. Oh no. Which is in order somewhere in my house. Oh no. I know. And it's too, it's too late for me to reorder them at this point. So I don't know what I'm going to do if I can't find that. Um, so I'm going to just really hope it shows up. I mean, when, when, when I'm answering these questions to someone, it's like, is this project happening? Yeah. Does this guy have any idea what he's doing? I mean, like the proof seems to be that it is happening, right? right. Like, like yeah. I've seen, I've seen the trailer. I know that footage exists. I can, right, I can right. verify <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, but then it's, I also, like it's I, happening. I do, I don't want to pile onto this, but I do, I'm curious because then you have to put this together. Like, yeah, I just, on the sorry, other I just had a moment where I was like, I haven't used this backpack in a while. Did I? Oh, that'd be amazing if you found them then, during this interview. And then, oh, here's my wallet. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. No, they're not in here. But, but yeah, they're but, somewhere. There's, there's somewhere in this house. But then you send that. So you're sending them out and then people are taking photos and then you have to reassemble them. Again, back in order. Yeah. yeah. So what I did start doing, uh, you have, have you received yours yet? Yeah. 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 They're actually. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. You can see. And you're yeah. in LA, right? Yes. Yeah. It came very quick from when you, I think it was like so the it next came day. Quickly. Yeah. I, I could have had everyone in LA just come pick them up from me, but I think there's something fun <laughs> about like, I think there's something really fun and charming and fulfilling about receiving snail mail but i also think like visually what the process of going through the mail does to it should be the same for even though what 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 it will look like will be different but like there should be that kind of gone through the mail wear on all of them yeah um but yeah in in the upper left hand corner of yours there is a five digit number i saw that yeah 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 right so that um yes in a perfect world that would have been printed on it i probably would have just printed it on the front and you'd see it and who cares right um but since i didn't know they'd come out of order i have had to go through and like hand label everyone's frame number frame number so when you send it back to me that's right you said that you got i forgot earlier you said yeah. that you had received it because you were asking me about the the aspect ratio um so what I've asked everyone to do so far, no one who has uploaded their photo has done this. Oh, no. So I just changed the form to try to make it bigger that you're supposed to do this. Um, but what I'm wanting everyone to do is change the name of their file of the image to just be the frame number that's in that upper left-hand corner. Because then all I have to do is take what everyone sends me and put it in a folder and then it will already be in order. Well, I can um, I I can tell you that I'm proud to be the person that did read that and did because I finished one of them. I'll show it to you. But that's, oh, that's perfect. That's yeah, the that's one because awesome. I got we got two of them, so we still have to do one more. But that this one is yeah. is the number that was on the back is how I saved it. So yeah, that's yeah. great. I mean, yeah. and 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 some people won't, and it's the same thing I was talking about earlier, where I'll have to like follow up. Like, you know, there's people who there's one person actually who I think a somewhat major newspaper is going to interview based on where the newspaper is. And this person didn't fill out the PR form. I just happened to remember where they're from because <laughs> I've been writing all these postcards. And so, yeah, in a perfect world, they would have filled out this PR form so that I could have hooked them up with the newspaper reporter. Um, but I don't know. I'm only going to chase people. Yeah. However many times I remember <laughs> to chase them. 
right. Well, it's, we're. Yeah. I've, I've. I know. I feel like I'm taking up too much of your time, and I am going to let you go. But uh, at the end, thank here, you for Avi, letting me talk about this so much. Because yeah, no, I feel I, like there's. You're, you're asking the questions that I had to figure out, but that no one is really asking me, and I'm telling my wife all these things, and she's like, I can't. I can't hear any more of this. Please, Please stop telling me all of this. I I mean this so sincerely. I could talk to you about this for like three more hours. This is what yeah. I'm fascinated by Same. is the process. Same. So please, so feel free. You can email, you have my email. Just email me any anything you want to vent about building this because yeah. I'm, I truly am fascinated and I love this project and I was very, like I would have been there watching this anyway. Uh, but fun. I was I was super excited to get to be a part of it because I thought it was really cool. I so. think it's going to be pretty rad to see uh, in a theater. Yes. No, I, I'm super excited. And I love Vidiots. Like, I, that's the theater I yeah, go to Vidiots a lot anyway. Awesome. Uh, but I'm yeah, so but, glad that they wanted to do it. So please, like, d- d- promote this. Tell everybody how to watch it and yeah. wherever they are and all of that information. <laughs> Totally. So um, uh, if you're curious, there's a trailer. If you uh, search on YouTube for uh, our Frasier remake, it's pretty easy to find. Um, And then uh, do you know when this episode is going to come out? I'm going to put it up uh, like a few days before the the screen next week. So it'll be. okay. Yeah. Okay. So then um, then, yeah, then there's a screening on October 7th at Vidiot's at uh, noon if you're in the Los Angeles area and tickets for that are going fast actually, which is awesome. So if you're listening to this and there are still tickets, get a ticket. Um, if not show up anyway, uh, probably someone will forget that they got it. <laughs> you'll still get in. Um, and then if you're in Seattle, um, there is a screening at Seattle's uh, oldest art house cinema, the grand illusion cinema also October 7th. It's a Saturday at 1230 PM. Um, we are trying to set up screenings. I know there's people trying to set up screenings right now in London, Chicago, Austin, San Diego, New York, and I feel like there's one more city that I'm forgetting. But um, if you're listening to this and you don't know of a city in your or a screening in your city, we also have like a web form where you can request one. And so, you know, depending on when this comes out. Maybe you can yeah. see it there, but it's all going to be online on October 11th. So as soon as I finish the file, I'm going to upload it to YouTube. So there will actually be like a, a, a countdown going nice. that people can like uh, watch and subscribe to, which is fun. Um, and it will go online at 12.05 a.m. New York time <laughs> on October 11th. Which is the day so before... If- the, which is the day before yeah. the official that was the move that like that happened and i think like before i even thought critically about it i had already announced ours is coming out the day before which i love i love it it's so good it just yeah. it just felt like that's yeah. what was that it just felt like that's what it had to be and like yeah. there's there's I, i'm not even against the the revival no. but there's like a little bit of um of snarkiness that i've put into the social media for this project because it just kind of feels like I don't know. It just kind of feels like that's what it should be. It's a power movie. This is like if Frasier and Niles <laughs> were, they had some kind of competition. Frasier would 100% drop it the day before Niles. Yeah. Like, so that's, yeah. that's the move. You it's have just, to. Yeah. No, and I love look, it. You know, maybe it'll get people excited to go check out the Paramount one and then they'll watch that the next day and yeah. you can, you can watch both. Um, but yeah, 12.05 AM uh, East coast time. 
if I figure out the tech behind this, which is an open question, um, what I want to try to do is have, because that's like nine o'clock LA time on mm -hmm. um, the day before, which is not so late. And so what I might do is just invite any of the creators who worked on it with a YouTube account to just like uh, all go online at that same time. I think when you premiere something on YouTube, you could do like a chat on the side. Oh, that's so fun. I think that'll probably be a fun experience yeah. where like everyone will kind of watch it together. And I like. And that. I think what I'm going to do is the the because uh, I said there's like two different versions. I think I'll stagger them where like one comes out at 12:05 and one comes out at I don't know 12:30. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Thought about that. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part yet, but something yeah. like that. Sure. Yeah. I know. I, I love it. And I, I'm super excited and people should check it out. I also I feel like I don't know if you have a personal thing, because I, I will just say and I, I hope people got this sense listening to this. I, you put so much work into this. And I know you put a lot financially <laughs> into this as well. And you, as you said, are getting nothing for this. So I I do think people should also support you and your work. And so if there's a good oh, way for them to you. do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have, I mean, if, if this, if any of this seems interesting to people, then they might be interested in the other stuff that I do. I have a sub stack that I, I write something like once or twice a month, depending on how busy I am. Um, but it's just, uh, jacobreed.substack.com. And then I am, I haven't like announced this yet. So maybe this is like the official, hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have a more of a plan, but I did have an idea that like working on this for free is one thing, but no one should like lose money doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a thought I had as I paid for $150 worth of postcard stamps. And I was like, yep. wait, they cost how much? <laughs> I can't go back. I've already printed. I thought printing the postcards was going to be the big expense. Right. Um. So what I think I'm going to do is ask everyone who worked on this, if they kept receipts or if they have any like, you know, somewhat not sketchy version of like, here's how much I spent um, to send it to me. And then what I want to do, uh, I, I also am like trying to be really clear that this is not a commercial venture because I think part yeah. of what yeah. is letting us, um, part of why Paramount is probably turning a blind eye is we're not like, um, you know, we're not making money off of this. Right. Yeah. But I do think it'd be great if like, you know, like your materials for the puppets, for example. Yeah. Um, what I, what I want to try to do is get a total of all of that and then put like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe or something link on the video and say, Hey, if you liked this, you know, we're not making any money, but if you like this and you want to help some of these artists at least make the money back that they spent on clay and pens and <laughs> fabric and postcards and stamps and whatever, um, you know, throw a dollar or two in this Kickstarter. And then hopefully, hopefully people at least make their material cost back. I, I know no one's going to make the time back, but yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll have yeah. to see if I save those Joanne's fabric receipts. <laughs> oh, you can find them on your, uh, yeah, yeah. your credit card. Or <laughs> oh, and also I'll say one other thing: there is a um, there's a, a Instagram highlight. If anyone who's listening to this is in the business of hiring animators, fabricators, graphic designers, filmmakers, um, so many of us who are working on this are uh, not only talented but also looking for work. And so I've been trying to highlight everyone. Uh, there, there's a there's a highlight that literally says like for hire, and it says like what people do and how to contact them, and then it links to some of their work. And so um, my my sincere hope is that in addition to this being something that is really enjoyable to watch, that it can also be a showcase for all of these really talented people, and someone you know 
I, I don't currently have a plan. I have a plan to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but somewhere on the website at some point, it's going to say like, it's going to have an image of the batch and the credit and information for who did that batch. So you can look at it and be like, wow, these puppets are amazing. Who did this batch? Okay, I'm going to hire them to make the puppets for my show. And right? it, it, again, Something like that. Kelsey Grammer, if you're listening. Yeah. And you want that <laughs> religious puppet, like, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, yeah, no, thank you. All of this is so exciting. And uh, I, I really did love uh, getting into the, like, fine details of it with you. So I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thanks for giving me a, a, a forum to do that. Yeah, for sure. There you have it, Jacob Reed, our Frasier remake. I told you that it was going to be in detail about the process that we hopefully covered any and all questions you might have. We definitely covered all the questions I had, and I was really excited to talk to him. And I'm so excited to see this finished version of the film, and I hope that you are too, and I hope that you will all seek it out either at a live screening or online, or just promote it. If you can't go, share it with other people. This is all made with love and for free. And it's a lot of people really putting their heart and soul into something. And it was very creatively invigorating for me and Molly to do, and I'm sure for everyone else. And it's going to be fun to watch it with a crowd. So I hope people will do that. So make sure to... Go to our Fraser remake and look up screenings and check it out. Also, if you enjoy this interview, go to hobotrashcan.com. We have more. Check out the archives. And that's going to do it for me this week. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And remember, question everything. Hobo Radio is a production of hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And we're three friends who like movies. Especially movies of yore when we were small and everything seemed awesome. Now we're revisiting these bright, shining beacons of our youth and figuring out if they are for real. So sit back and relax and revisit the best, the worst, and everything in between from the 80s and 90s. And find out. Is it for real?